Hello and welcome. This is Karen Motokaitis, and you're listening to How She Really Does It, the place where inspiration and possibility meet. Years ago, I had these rules that I was living by, and nobody really told me, Corinne, this is what you have to do because that's a fast ticket to rebellion for me. But these were rules that were discreetly programmed in my head by our culture, by media, by things I had read. And they were beliefs that I started to create about who I'm supposed to be as a wife, who I'm supposed to be as a good person, as figuring this out. And so I created these rules that I was living by. And so one of the rules was, is that I had to be busy to be successful. And I also had to be working as hard as my husband does. So this is a rule. He didn't ever tell me that this is what I had to do, but I struggled with this and I've had friends struggle with it and clients struggle with it. And here's the thing. My husband works what I would call insane hours. He has this incredible work ethic and he likes to be on the pool deck pretty much seven days a week. He really enjoys it. And over the decades, he's gotten better about taking vacations and taking time off, but he likes to be at the pool. He really does. And for me, I had to learn that what works really best for me. And what I learned is that, yes, I can work and I have this huge capacity to work. And oftentimes my friends often say to me, you know, how does Corinne really do it? Because I do have a lot going on, but I also need downtime. And so back in the early 2000s, and there was a lot of resentment happening. We had young kids and this blended family and busy lives. And I used to think that, oh, if he came walking in the door and I was sitting on the couch and watching a television show or, you know, being a sloth, that would be horrible. And so I would have to get myself busy before I knew he was going to walk in the door. That way he thought that I had been busy this whole time. And frankly, he didn't care. He wasn't judging me. It was me judging myself. So that was the first thing that I did about giving myself permission. Who cares what he thinks or what it looks like? What do I need right now so that I can be at my best self throughout the day and be of service, whether it's to my family, to my community, to my work? And that became a really important thing. So today I'm talking about in this mini-sode, give yourself permission this is so important for you to really be the leader of your life, to live empowered, and you have it inside of you. So today I'm going to be talking about how you're no longer a child, permission is a compassion practice and what that means, and then how to give yourself permission. Being a kid, I always wanted to be an adult. I wanted to be the boss. I didn't want people telling me what to do. And then we'll fast forward to the story I was just telling you. Here I was an adult. I had children. I had jobs. And I wasn't giving myself permission. I had forgotten the important rule. I was no longer a child. Because as a child, we need permission from those who have authority or influence over us. They can be our parents, teachers, coaches. But we're now adults. And as the adult, you get to be the leader of your life. And yes, there are consequences with being the leader, right? There's crappy days and there's shit shows when you're the leader and there's responsibility when you make a decision and it doesn't work out the way you had thought. But we get to be the adults in our life. And so now you get to give yourself permission. And here's the thing that I had to tell myself for a long time and I still remind myself, stop waiting for permission. Stop, Corinne. What is it that you seek? What is it that you want? 
Okay. So you are an adult and remember that we're not children. Now, this doesn't mean that we get to just barge in over people, run them over, you know, impose our will upon people. No, that's not what giving ourselves permission is. And I'm going to go into more details about that. The next is that permission is a compassion practice. And I know you may be saying, what are you talking about, Corinne? Permission, giving yourself permission is your way of practicing compassion. And as I've talked about many times in the show is that compassion is the biggest motivator for change. And it's really important to understand that compassion is not indulgence. It doesn't mean, oh, well, Corinne says I get to give myself permission and I'm going to just sit on the couch and watch Netflix binge and eat pie and ice cream all day long. Because if you have work that you want to do, if you have health that you want to take care of, that's not going to get yourself there. So that's indulgence. So permission, compassion is not indulgence. And compassion has boundaries. So that's something that's always really important is that compassion has boundaries. What's okay, what's not okay. And according to you, right? Not according to other people. So how do you give yourself permission? The first thing is give yourself permission in line with your values and your priorities. And the reason that's important is that, again, when we talk about when you give yourself permission, people think, oh, no, I'm going to indulge or I'm going to impose my will upon people. Well, really, is that who you are? Are you somebody who's not kind? And so when I use this example with my clients, I often say, you know, I think about how, how do I treat the grocery store clerk? And I show up and I'm present, I put my phone away and I'm kind, right? And so these are strangers that I've actually kind of gotten to know through the years because I go to the grocery store quite a bit but I treat them with that way. So that's who I want to be. I don't want to be a jerk to them or be rude to them. So that's, that would be out of alignment with my values. That'd be out of alignment with who I am. When you give yourself permission with your values and your priorities, you're building a container of safety. Now, this does not mean that there will not be disharmony because your values and priorities may be very different than somebody else's values. For instance, you may have this value of, oh, oh, it's really important that I appreciate others and I, and I, you know, let them know this. And the other person may be drowning in information and may not be able to receive it. And it doesn't mean that either person is wrong. It's just about understanding your values and priorities are not other people's values and priorities. The next way to give yourself permission is to give yourself permission that are aligned with the results that you desire. So again, if you have this big project that's coming up for work and you say, oh, I give myself permission to be gone for the next week, that's not aligned with your values. That's not aligned with the results that you desire, right? But maybe you say, you know what? I give my, I really need to get this project done and I give myself permission to go for a walk for 30 minutes. I give myself permission to end at eight o'clock so that I can get up early and really hammer it away when my brain is fresh. That would be, those are examples of giving yourself permission for the results that you desire. The other one is to give yourself permission to be you, all of you, fully you, just be you. I'm fully me when I come to you each week here. So as soon as this Minnesota is over, I want you to give yourself permission. And I have this list of permission slips that you can 
take, you can steal, you can use for yourself, you can try on, and then help yourself cultivate your own. So you can give yourself permission to pursue a long-held goal. Maybe nobody knows about it, but give yourself permission. One of the things that I always think about when, remember, compassion has boundaries, is that when I'm spending money, my boundary is, if I spend this money, will this hurt my family? Because that's a boundary that I'm not willing to do. If I'm going to pursue this work, will this hurt my family? So that's always my boundary. Permission to read your book. I have so much going on and I just love to read. And that's one of the things that I have to give myself often is, Corinne, you have permission to read this book. Permission to spend time with friends. I used to think that, oh, you know, friends, I've got all this work to do. At some day I'll live in the promised land where I won't have all this work to do. I'm always going to have lots of work to do. That's just part of who I am. So for me, deciding ahead of time and carving out time to spend with friends is really important because that fills me up so that I can go back and do the work that I do. It also fills me up so that I can be a kinder human with my family and my daughters. Permission to make mistakes. This one was huge for me in the beginning. Permission to make mistakes, especially as an overachiever who never wanted to make mistakes because that would trigger so much shame. Permission to make mistakes. Permission to have fun. For so long, I thought, no, I've just got to work hard and grind it out and fun is for later. Permission to have fun. It doesn't take that much time, my friend. Permission to be smart. And this is without the Ivy League education. I don't have one. Permission to be smart. Own your intelligence of where you are. I will never say I'm this brilliant physicist because I'm not. But there are things that I'm very intelligent about. Permission to be smart. Permission to skip some social engagements to finish a pressing project at work. Because sometimes, my friend, that's our reality. And we'll have these demands, we'll have friends that will want from us, and you may not be able to give it because of what is currently going on. Permission to be alone. Permission to be alone to say, hey, look, I can go and spend time alone with myself. And this is something that I had to give as I had a lot of family coming into town for the holidays many years ago. And I thought I had to be on full throttle and entertaining them 24 seven, well, less the sleep hours, but up really late, up early in the morning, entertaining, entertaining. And I was exhausted and resentful. And one of the things that I learned was, hey, I can hang out in my room for a bit. I can leave the kitchen and go back to my room and read a book. I can not get out of my bed so early in the morning because I needed that alone time so that I can be the best version of me when I was with these people that so mattered. But I needed to fuel myself up. Permission to ask for help. How many of you are good at that? <laughs> Still my practice. Permission to feel, feel the feelings, the anger, the frustration, the gnarly feelings. Because if you dim the bad feelings, you dim the good feelings. So feel them all. We don't have to react to them, but we can feel them. Permission to like yourself. That's it, isn't it? To be our own best friend, to like who we are, and to realize that we have strengths and flaws and there's beauty in all of that. Permission to love yourself right now before any accomplishments. I used to always put off loving myself. It was like one day when I'm good enough, one day when I achieve this, one day when I'm worthy. But you have to love yourself now. Love yourself now. Permission to receive and acknowledge 
the love from others for yourself. Receive that love. Don't dim it away or push it off and say, oh, you only love me because of this. Just receive the love. Permission to be you. All of you, strong, messy, brilliant, not so nice, all of you, be all of you. Permission to belong. Give yourself that permission. It's a struggle that so many of us have. Permission is a compassionate practice. And remember, compassion is the biggest motivator for change. And this may be something that you're going to be able to just give yourself permission and practice and incorporate in your life. Here's the thing. Remember, it's not just about listening to the show. It's about integrating and implementing it. And if you struggle with doing this on your own, you're not alone. There are things that I struggle doing on my own too, and I make sure that I'm a part of a community or I have support to help me. So here's the thing. I've got just the thing for you because I understand that you want transformation for 2019. We're heading into the holidays. We're heading into the new year. There's going to be all this talk. You want to become enough. And so I have this enough coaching program. I'm not sure you've heard about it, but this is where we take the concepts and teachings from this show and take the intellectual knowledge and implement and integrate it into your real life. I'll be opening up enough soon, but I don't want you to miss out. Get yourself on the wait list. There's a link in the show notes, click it, and you'll be the first notified. Until next time, I'm smiling big for you. On a lake, she is dreaming. She is drifting, never been so wide awake.